Are you ready? Hey, shot hey, of- hey. I'm back. Episode 179. In the wet. Wait. Go. Rachel Dan Shot Boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dawn. I'm a moan breaker. Strict man, it's a boy. About to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock, so take a shot. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's MJP, and I'm back, where I rightfully belong, in the cockpit of a shot of wrestling and tonight I'm joined by the former host of A Shot of Wrestling, Mark Schwann. Mark, welcome back. <laughs> well, I knew from the beginning it was a temporary gig, but you know, I figured I'd keep the seat warm for you until you came back. You did a fantastic job. Thank you. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Um, so I know that if I ever want to step away, the show's in good hands. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big, big compliment, man. Thank you. No problem. You got, might want to get some new co-hosts. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, that's fine. Thank you, Mark Schwann, for filling in for me. Thank you to Jimmy J and uh, the numbers guy, the statistician. Carson Niehoff. I know. Big ups to Carson Niehoff. His second time ever coming on the show. And dude Two crushed times. it. I think Jimmy J's third? Oh, I, I lost track with Jimmy J. I guess after two, I just lose track. <laughs> was, was it Green Man's 100th? I don't know. Yeah, well, that one, I, I don't know. I took Green Man's spot. <laughs> well, I'm back. And uh, how did it feel hosting the show for two weeks? Felt great, man. Like your, your first time doing the show without me. They had to hold your hand and guide you. No, no, I, I, I felt, um, I felt great doing it, man. Like you know, I, I did some radio hosting back in my days in college. Um, haven't done it since, so it felt like you know, riding a bicycle. I gave you my notes on the shows you did mm-hmm. off air, personally. Yes, yes, you did. Now, I appreciate you, the notes, by the way. I just got to feel like I got a couple points I got to m- mention here. Okay, of course, my first week off. <laughs> well, you're here in your palatial estate with Jimmy J and Green Man. I, I knew this is coming. Yeah, I got Friday off. Got to relax. Right. So from seven thirty at night, straight through to one thirty in the morning, nonstop. I watched season three of Glow. Great show. Season one, I had a hard time getting into. Season two was pretty really, good. but season three just blew right through. So check out season three of Glow now available on Netflix. But Green Man doesn't know really much about sports. He's not a sports guy. No, he does nothing. I think Jimmy J is pretty good sports. Oh, Jimmy J, him and I have some side convos about the NFL. What's up, Jimmy J? But he got he picked the wrong show talking about the XFL names and logos being revealed. <laughs> we had to. It's news. We can't wait on the news, especially with like the way things go on Twitter nowadays. You guys are bashing it for no reason. You guys none no of No reason. You three failed as journalists. Do you as see podcast, those logos? Do you see those names? Host, as podcast hosts, none of you watched the announcement. None of you watched the intro videos explaining said names. Oh, come on. Uh, uh, really? I am sorry the Renegades and the Guardians aren't as cool as the Browns, the Packers, the Cardinals. I'm sorry that those, those aren't as cool you names. Say what you will, but those are iconic now. You know, they, they've but iconic. They, they've nice, been nice. around. Found that out. <laughs> Thank you. They've been around forever. You know, and you have. Uh, yeah, but they, were, they the, weren't at one point. The DC Defenders. What, what is it, a comic book? Sounds more like a soccer team to me. Uh, listen, and what the about. Guardians, but the video package. Sounds awesome. I bought my shirt already. For what? For the Guardians. Oh. I think I'm going to ride with the Renegades too because that's a hot logo, hot video. So don't I mean people are shitting on the logos. What 
do you want the logos to look like? The logos looked like my nephew drew them. How so? How so? The Green Bay Packers is a big green G. It looks professional, at least. This how just looks like someone just stenciled you are, it in. You're so glib. Uh, you're oh, such a hypocrite. I, how am I a hypocrite? You're a huge hypocrite. You're so anti XFL. <laughs> it's not going to do well. It's disgusting. Then don't talk shit about it. Let it die on its own. Stop shitting on it. You do the but same yet, thing with AEW. No, I do not. Sh- I never shit on the AEW. Oh, you shit on AEW. No, I do not. I, said, I don't buy into the hype. I, I'm not going to watch. Last week, oh, 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 you have to pay me to go to see an AEW show live. Yeah, I did say that. But you're saying how like you got to give AEW time to grow. Let it grow. But you get you want to kill the XFL right away. Shame. How shame on you, Marshawn? How is shame the XFL going to grow? What talent is going to be there? We don't know yet. Wait, you think Andrew Luck is going to go play there? Imagine that. that was a rumor for a while. I'm like, come on, people, relax. Whose dad is the CEO <laughs> of the XFL? Maybe uh, Antonio Brown, right? I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I can go all day about that, but this is a wrestling podcast, not a, not a football one. We should start our own football podcast. Oh, I am so in for that. A shot of football. And we got eight months of football, right? Because you get I talk about the NFL, XFL. I yeah. could talk football all year long, maybe. You got the draft, you got free agency. Just coming up. Draft's coming up in October. Can't wait. Oh, you're talking about for uh, Raw and SmackDown. No, XFL. But it's fine. Talking about football player. <laughs> oh, God. It's funny because during my vacation, during my time off, I went back and listened to the wrestling podcast I first listened to. Mm-hmm. I came home from my ex-girlfriend's house one morning. Yeah, I said morning. I found out that Eddie Guerrero passed away. Right. But I don't listen to podcasts. So I need to hear more information about it. Nobody's talking about it. So I went to find a podcast. I found one. It was recorded before his passing. This show is so much better than that. <laughs> yeah? I went back to what, was it, what was the name of the show? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, no? Okay. But it sounds exactly the same it did, what, 10 years ago? 12 years ago at this point? There's no change. Oh, wow. Not evolving. They're getting longer. Because their props is that think they're live on a like a r- online radio network. Okay. So I have to fill in a certain amount of time. But yeah, I mean, props to us. We sound so much pr- crisp, clean, professional. Props to you, Marshall. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you. You know, that's what you get when you bring the Hollywood into right, I've been it. doing this for a lot longer than you have. Relax. <laughs> Listen, I elevate everyone's game. Going back to... Uh, I'm my, so modest. I'm the best modest person you'll know. I did absolutely nothing on my vacation. Right? I went to my... Laid on my bed, to my couch, back to my bed. That sounds depressing. Yeah, do you not know me? <laughs> well, why did you not so I figured, do anything? I figure one... First of all, I have no friends. You got me, man. You can fit me up. Yeah, you're an actor. You, you have a big Hollywood lifestyle. I do. <laughs> I'm not denying that. I have two friends I can count on. Hung out with both of them. But the last day of vacation, I was kind of depressed. Like, I didn't do anything. I couldn't think of anything I wanted to do. Usually I do, like, maybe go to the museum, go to the city. Didn't want to do anything. You just wanted to just do nothing. So a couple of stores opened up by me. So I'd, let me just go shopping, maybe. I need a couple of new stuff. Mm-hmm. They're near a movie theater. I've gone to uh, eat by myself. I've gone to museums, shows, Broadway play by myself. I've never gone to a movie by myself. I'm trying to think if I have. I have a friend who does a couple of times, and he said, it's great. Just go for it. I mean, you're sitting alone in the dark. Who knows? I might I actually might be doing that on Tuesday. I was invited to a movie premiere, and I have a plus one, but my wife can't go. You want to come with? I'm busy. Fuck. Of course, you, all the times you ask me now, I'm busy. <sighs> so I decided, let me do that. I checked the movie times, and wouldn't you know, Toy Story was playing in 30 minutes. Okay. I love Toy Story, one of my favorite movies. I'm like, let me go. Is it still out? I was supposed to see with a girl. She kept flaking on me. Hmm? That's why I said, Toy Story's still out? Yeah. The sign, let me go see it. Bought the ticket, boom, on the go. For the first time going to a movie by yourself, Toy Story is kind of the wrong choice because you're surrounded by kids and parents mm. and families. Oh, God. And I'm sitting there by myself, like, twiddling my thumbs. 
But don't do anything with your hands, man. <laughs> Not on your like, lap. I tried. <laughs> Wrong movie choice. Hands Wrong up. Movie. Hands up the whole oh, time. Man, so awkward and comfortable. <laughs> what a dick. I didn't even think about it. So don't go see kids' movies by yourself, please. Oh, my God. You weren't wearing like a trench coat or anything, were you? <laughs> no, but I was wearing no pants. And that kind of got me. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Wrong movie, dude. Then again, I'm trying to think what would be the right movie. Like You can't see a rom-com by yourself. That's just like you depressing. Know, it's a rom com by myself. You can see a, a rom com. I would see action by myself. Comedies. I would go see like a Marvel film by myself. Yeah, but not an animated Disney movie, please. No. So note to self: anybody listening, don't go see it. Especially a guy. It just yeah. looks so bad. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> but I'm sitting, sitting in the back, sort of. So like, not too many eyes are on me. Most people were in the theater already. I feel like that's even worse. Like you're in the back. Like who yeah. is the sketch ball? Second row is fine. But as soon as the... I was sitting in the front. As soon as the credits hit, boom, I bounced. Like, you see, a, like, Wally Coyote saw a, a dust cloud shaping me, but just boom. But, you know, parents, they're always, like, well, at least, like, good parents. They're, like, very aware of their surroundings. Cause they probably knew, like, they probably clocked you right away. It's like, oh, we got a sketch ball, yep. possibly a pedophile. Exactly what I thought. <laughs> like, I thought the same thing. in the time. back. What's he doing? He's twiddling his, is he twiddling his thumbs, or is he checking out my son right now? Is he what digging is he into the pack of Reese's Pieces or scratching himself? Side note, they should have stopped at Toy Story 3. The, ending, the Toy Story 4 was horrible. Oh, really? The perfect ending was in Toy Story 3. It really was the perfect ending. Ruined it in Toy Story 4. Oh, that's depressing. I had a feeling, too. That's why I really didn't have much interest in going. Whatever. Whatever. But hey, you're back. I am back. So, in a way, so this staycation, then, yes. just to make it less depressing, it sounded like that you just really needed to regroup and recharge. Recharge because if you notice the first couple, the last couple of shows I did by myself before my vacation, I said I wasn't feeling good, I had a lot of health issues. Okay, yeah. So I apologize to listeners because I just don't feel like I delivered on those shows. I, you, you could tell I was lacking energy, lacking motivation, lacking interest. Yeah, you also didn't have the Hollywood yeah, yeah, Marchand yeah, across yeah. you, man. You know, I'm I'm just a motivational guy. That's what I, I was am. Two weeks I did, kind of recharged the batteries and came back with a re-energized. So here I am. Good to have you back, dude. Preach. But anyway, let's move on. Last two years ago, I think it was, when I kind of came back from my sabbatical, two weeks vacation, mm-hmm. for some reason, I kind of thought in my own head, didn't ever say anything to anybody, this is the, the, the season premiere of A Shot of Wrestling. This is the season premiere? Oh, so this is special. So every time I come back from vacation, beginning of September, I feel like this is a new season, fresh start to the show. Okay. So what season are we on? If you listen to the very first show, way back when, we started the show, A Shot of Wrestling, season one, episode one. Then we stopped doing that because we're not doing seasons. Mm-hmm. We do it all year round, like the WWE Raw on SmackDown. Right. Like a soap opera. But now we're back. So now officially I'm thinking this is the new season premiere. Season four, going to our fourth season. Okay, wait. Fresh start. New beginnings. Maybe maybe a different kind of new segments. New vibe. New feel to the show. New characters. Okay. <laughs> is that an audition? Well, Carson's like a new character. Oh, I think about one of your characters that you play. No. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm me, man. I'm Hollywood, baby. Plus, the next time we take a break, we got to talk about you being on... Billy on the street, you posted that. <laughs> so I don't know what was more sadder that I knew it right away. <laughs> like I know exactly what that was. That's great that you knew that it was instantly. I'm like that's Billy on the street, him tailgating for the wicked. Uh, that was a great episode. Oh, fantastic episode. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I, dude, that was like one of my favorite shoots that I worked on. But anyway, talking about new beginnings, new stuff. Let's start the show. Like we don't always start the show with this week's three count. Ooh, something new. It's time for the three count. All right, here we go. We're going to take a topic every week, count down our top three, and compare lists. 
All right. So what what are we doing this week? What is it? Okay, we gave you a couple options. You do, you wanted to do heel turns. Yes. Good, yes. Good pick. Good way to start this segment. Exactly. I told you right away, I wanted to make our list as different as possible. Right. So I figured, let's retire, put in the Hall of Fame, Shawn Michaels in the barbershop. Right. Hulk Hogan at the Bash of the Beach. Those yeah, are the top so two those, those are the top two, easily, yeah. So now, with those two out of the way. I would love to debate which one is the bigger heel turn, but we'll, we'll do, save that for another we'll do that time. maybe after the show down in the bar. Yeah, okay. So number three, Mark Schwann, go for it. Okay. So it is a Shawn Michaels one, I'll have to say. Okay. And I, it was hard for me not to have every single one of them be Shawn Michaels, so I this is my only Shawn Michaels one in here. It's when he turned on Hulk Hogan. Oh, that was a good one. Right? Okay, good one. All right. It was great. Like, you know, they're both doing like the Hulk Hogan of uh, yeah, yeah. you know, his whole like, you know, pandering to the crowd and everything like that. And the next thing you know, sweet chin music out of nowhere. And Shawn Michaels' face just yeah, said it all. Like no emotion whatsoever, and everyone's just shocked. Like, what the hell happened? And again, go, you know, if you think even thir- further about this, the two biggest heel turns in history, Shawn Michaels That's and true, Hulk yeah. Hogan, too. Shawn Michaels' turn on Hulk Hogan. That's number three. I'm looking forward to what your number one and two are. Yeah. What's yours? Number three, that chair shot around the world, Seth Rollins turning on the shield. Oh, I had a feeling you were going to put that in there. It wasn't on my top three until I went and like did some more research and investigating. I'm like, oh, I just kind of forgot about that one offhand. And then when I re- remembered about it, I'm like, yes. It, that turn came at the perfect point. Remember people debating why Rollins? The Rollins was the perfect choice. Because we all thought it was going to be Ambrose yeah. at that point. I think Rollins was the perfect choice. Uh, and I, During my research, someone made a good point. Reigns or Ambrose turning would put Rollins in the back seat. Mm. So we'll put Rollins in that position. And look where he is now. That catapulted his career. Correct. But, that's, what, that's what you want about turns. You, a reason. Are we going to remember that one 20 years from now, do you think? I, I think so. Dean Ambrose's face? Yeah, his face is pretty great. I would dare say I would remember Dean Ambrose turning the night when mm, Roman Reigns uh, declared to the world that he has leukemia. You know, that your number two? No. Okay. Actually, I don't have that on, on there. But like you, a, Yeah, I actually forgot about that one. I, w- I would say that would be more memorable because it's like, holy shit, he did it tonight? Good point. Of all nights? I don't know. I feel like that kind of trumps Rollins. Not to shit on yours. <laughs> Whatever. Number two? Number two. Actually, I, I'm still debating whether I have this as two or it should be one, but I'm going to go with it as two. I'm going to stick with my gut. Uh, it's when Stone Cold Steve Austin turned his back during WrestleMania and aligned himself with Vince McMahon against The Rock. It's a good pick. I had that on my list. I took it off. You, you took it off? Yeah. Dude, that was huge. Who would think Stone Cold Steve Austin would team up with Vince McMahon, of all people? They hated each other for so many years. Yeah, but I remember it because he didn't really go anywhere. Like he was healed for a little bit, and then what? He went home or came back. I, I'm I'm just thinking about the moment itself, mm, okay. like the heel turn itself. Like yes, what you talk about with Seth Rollins, yes, it did catapult his career. If we talk about long term, that did a lot for Seth Rollins, probably more so than what I was talking about with Dean Ambrose. Um, yeah, that's why I think I picked it. But that Austin the heel turn itself, who would ever think that would happen? Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. A lot of people had that number one on their list when I was yeah looking into this. No, absolutely, yeah. Because it was just shocking. And also shocking, Bret Hart turning his back on America. Ah, it was a genius move. Came out once again at the right time. It was a weird one because he was like face in yeah. Canada. It was genius because he was huge, number one heel in America. Right. Yet he was still a national hero in Canada. I never saw that before. I don't think I've seen that since. No. I was kind of hoping they were going to do that with Natty at uh, uh, yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. I thought that was just all around great planning. It was fantastic. No, it was well done. And Bret Hart played a good job doing that. 
it honestly, I think it was just his a matter of his character getting stale as well. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't you fresh the Hulk Hogan and Dash of the Beach, right. and he really didn't want to be heel. No, at but all. I think that's why he was worried about his reaction in Canada. Right, and they didn't care. No, right. He could have like shit in the middle of the road <laughs> in Canada, and they would still love him. Number one, my number one. I don't know if people are going to have this as their number one, but for me, it was just so fucking cool because, again, I just didn't see it coming, and it was a hell of a storyline that they had. So when Triple H turned his back on Shawn Michaels, gave him a pedigree right in the middle of them uh, of them reforming Degeneration X. Do you remember that one? I do. That was a good one. Dude, that was insane. They're like, let's get ready to... So-. And it just kicks Shawn Michaels' pedigree. Boom. Was that in the summer of 2002? 2002, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, it was incredible. I think Shawn Michaels, if memory serves correct, was still retired technically. Yeah, his first match back was SummerSlam. Yeah, against Which Triple H. No, oh, excuse me. Here she is. So, yeah, no, I mean, it kicked off. They had a hell of a rivalry, man. Like, so many great matches together. Yeah, good pick. Oh, thank you. I see we're doing differently. You're doing moments. I'm doing, like, what followed after that moment. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. During my vacation, I watched, finally after two years, the HBO documentary Under the Giant. Oh, okay. I was debating about this one. And so they, they mentioned this, and I went back. And looked, I remember watching this as a kid. I was, what, five years old? Um, four or five. So I don't know if I watched, remember watching it live or, like, in clips. Mm-hmm. But for 15 years, Andre the Giant was a, the face of wrestling. Oh, he was absolutely, face. yeah. He, he didn't want to be healed. He was loved everywhere. Mm-hmm. He was the guy. And then Piper's Pit. And that build leading to Piper's Pit, leading, like, the, the trophies, them arguing, like, Teasing it a little bit. And then right. He, he just ripped that cross off Hogan's neck. And actually made Hogan bleed. bleed. For real. Yeah, that's what's like. He's bleeding. Holy crap. Yeah. And, and Hogan went with it like a champ. And it led to one of the most iconic wrestling moments ever. Yeah. WrestleMania 3. The body slam heard around the world. And today, like, we don't remember Andre Giant's face, uh, his face no. run for 15 years. We remember him as a heel. Yeah. One of the biggest heels at the moment. Yeah. He and was now, a huge heel. No pun intended. Not only, yeah, not only was this a huge heel turn for him in the business, but... It kind of was a uh, passing of the torch officially. Oh, absolutely! Him. Because it, for that longest run, he was undefeated. So that again, that moment led to a changing of the business, so to speak. So, mm-hmm. I'll do the chat number one. No, that was a good one. Um, you know, I had a feeling that you were going to have it on there, um, so that's why I took it off. I don't like to duplicate it, but that's a, that's a huge one right there. Yeah. Well, that's our uh, this week's three count. I think it was good. We had a good time. Yeah, I agree. Good time. Reminiscing, going down memory lane. But there's so many. There's so many topics I want to talk about. If you have a topic you want to hear us debate, or if you have a topic yourself, dial it up six one nine three four three three zero zero five or inbox at shadowwrestling.com. Or just let us know what are your top three. Are, are we missing anything? Or oh, probably missing so many. Yeah, so well, many we're missing. What's What's your favorite heel turn of all time? Give, what's, your, what's your three count? Let us know. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's all I got. For this week, are you ready to get into the news? Busy news week this week. Yeah, let's do it up. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. All right, Mark. Did you watch All Out? What do you think? No. Dude, I'm Hollywood, man. That's a no? Yeah. Seriously, what do you think, Putty? No. Putty, dude, stop playing games, dude. Did you watch it? You know me, of course. Oh, I did. <laughs> How was it? Give us a play-by-play detail. Play-by-play? Match, play match. match by match. Match by detail. match. I mean, can I just talk about the bubbly? Oh, Jesus. How's that getting over? <laughs> How's that a thing? The man who made a list of things, not getting bubbly over. 
Listen, Jericho could put anything over. This is obvious, except for, you know. Jericho turning on Shawn Michaels is another one up, potential on my list. Dude, I was, I was thinking about that one, too. Uh, which time, though? When he smashed his head through the Jeritron uh, 5000. Or what about at the WrestleMania when he gave him the low blow? Oh, that was great, though. That was fantastic. I like the Jeritron 3000. The Jeritron 3000 was huge. All that was apparently a sellout with 10,500 fans in attendance. That's cute. And regarding the AEW and TNT, you will have a dick. T- You're such a dick. It'll have a TV rating of TV 14, but the company isn't permitted to go all out. See what I did there? With the violence. Dave Meltzer is reporting that TNT has given them specific bylaws regarding their, what lines they can't cross. So we'll see what happens. Well, apparently they are teasing like with like the TV 14. So, I mean, we are going to get edgier content. That's just like the blood. Probably like, like the, the blood. Stuff. Get sex, uh, chair shots to the head, unprotected. I think they heard. I heard they're going to stop doing chair shots to the head, but the unprotected head shots to the head. Oh, okay, so that means they could still put their hands up at least. Speaking of AW and AW news, let's figure. I'm starting with AWs to make you happy. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. It takes a lot to make me happy, though. You're going to have to do better than that. Your wife told me. Yeah, oh, we don't need to bring her into this. <laughs> World champion Chris Jericho's belt was stolen. While eating dinner at Longhorn Steakhouse. Of all places, though. That, that, that's what bothers me. Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah. Jericho noted that he lost the title on his limo. The limo driver went back to the airport because apparently he picked up the wrong luggage. I don't know how you do that. I, I don't know either. Someone fucked up. The driver returned. The belt was missing. Now people were wondering, oh, no, the belt going to be back in time for the TV? Brian Alvarez, great job he's doing over there, noted that AEW has a second belt, had a backup belt, just in case, because apparently it takes like four to six weeks to get a new belt. Right. No, of course they have to get multiple belts just in case. Everyone can relax. No need to worry anymore. They said the belt was found safe and sound, returned to Jericho, mm-hmm. but there was no really information leaked or details. Thankfully, to the Tallahassee Democrat, provided details with what happened. Ready for this? According to the report, a man named Frank Price was the one who discovered the title. Him and his family were driving from Port St. Joe Bay. They saw a velvet bag on the highway near Capitol Circle Southwest. They did not look into the bag until they got home. It was on the highway? Yeah, side of a highway. The, they thought it was like a replica belt at first, or yeah. maybe a custom belt for somebody. He listed the belt on Craigslist and lost and found. Shut up. He was inundated with people sending him the link of Jericho's lost, stolen belt. The guy did the right thing. He called the cops. The cops interviewed him how he found the belt. Right. He, I think he had a theory. Maybe someone put it on the roof or in the trunk and then drove away not thinking about it and it fell off. Right. Because that's why he said he kind of found it inside of the road. Could be. Or is Jericho drunk? He's like, ah, fuck this shit. He just threw it out the window. So I think, good job, Frank Price, for doing the right thing. And while at the police station, he ran into the limo driver. Mm-hmm. Limo driver gave him a reward of 200 bucks. Oh, sweet. So nice. So, but remember, this was all over my social media. Oh, well, <laughs> who loses right at the a heavyweight champ? Yeah, exactly. And especially the first time ever. So that's a man like Chris Jericho? Publicity stunt? I don't think it could be because they got the cops involved. I, yeah, you get the cops involved. You get talking system. about it. You get a lot of news talking about it. it was- and he's getting a lot of like endorsements by restaurants. Like, hey, it's a Cracker Barrel even. They're like, hey, you know, next time, Jericho, come on by. Arby's got involved. Arby's, but Wendy's, people, I think, too. People were wondering if it was going to be a publicity stunt, which I first thing I thought of, but then I realized when the cops were involved, I don't know how that's going to work out. Who brings like a limo to like a chain restaurant? <laughs> and with the belt, obviously, it was just wasn't in your luggage, so you're just carrying it around willy-nilly? I, I don't know. I don't know either. But hell, I mean, he, he's, he's got it back. <laughs> and probably a lesson was learned. Yeah, lesson learned. I wonder, like, how does this conversation go with the executives? Like, uh, Tony Khan, um, 
I lost your belt. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> isn't he like? Isn't Jericho also like an EVP as well? Isn't everybody an EVP over there? I, I think like the main dudes are. <laughs> oh my god! I, I I wish I could be a fly on a wall listening to that conversation in the back. I think Jericho was pissed, or I think he was worried. Like, oh no, what? Probably both. Were you surprised Jericho won? I wasn't surprised. I heard you guys talking about last week how Hangman had to win here, but you know what? Like, okay, so to TV, you have to have the, the name everyone knew. People film through their channel and see Chris Jericho with the title belt. And again, so like not. you know what Carson was saying, like you know it's okay to give like you know the fans what they want here. Um, you know, I I would have loved to seen Hangman win it. I thought you know if Jericho was going to win it, he shouldn't win clean. But the way he won though was pretty cool. Like he, I feel like he got that elbow over. The was it the, the Judas effect? That's what he's calling it. That's correct. You said anything right there. I don't know. <laughs> no, like you know, a lot of fans were bashing his new finish move, um, but like he did it. Like, it was so swift and cool, like how he did it, and it was just effective. Obviously, and, and I don't know. He put the finisher over finally, and uh, you know he's going to make a good champion. And I, I'm actually pumped to see that match: uh, Chris Jericho versus Cody Rhodes in October. You know, by this time. You gonna watch it this time? Who says I didn't? Uh, me. Because if you did watch you, it, you would correct me, but you're not. You're so. accusing me of a lot of different things, dude. Okay. Speaking of AEW, they might come out with a video game. You a video game guy? I used to be. I don't have time for me anymore, but I, I think that's awesome. Kenny Omega said during, I think it was StarCast, that there could be something announced by the end of the year. So now not only will they have competition for NXT, they're going to have competition in the video game market as well. I mean, it, it I'll just, just see how the video game numbers compared to those. It, it makes sense, though. For I mean, if you're gonna well, if, if you're gonna be a big boy, you know, you gotta go with the merchandising as well. That includes video games. TNT TNA tried it, and it bombed horribly because that game I heard sucked. But mm. I'm assuming these guys get it right this time around. Well, I, I think it also depends, like you know, which uh, video company. game company. Yeah, well, I know Ukes, who's been involved with WWE and those video games for a while, left this year. I'm sure they're in the video mark. Oh, Ukes just left? Yeah, I think for this one coming up 20 or maybe 21. Oh, wow, because they were good. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure they're in the market for video games. Interesting. So wait, who's doing WWE now? I don't remember offhand. Ah, uh, so it's probably it's probably like pretty shitty then. No, I think it's still pretty good. We'll, I'll let you know in a couple weeks. You know the news? Don't talk about AEW for a while? Yeah. It was first announced that NXT is going to go live on the UFC Network starting September 18th with two-hour time block, right? That was cool. Okay. However, the first two episodes won't be two hours. It's going to be one hour live on the USA Network, and the second hour is going to be live on the WWE Network. I think that's weird. I don't know why they're doing that. It, it, it's, I, I honestly don't know either. Like, NXT will de- debut for a full two hours in USA the same day AW debuts. Like, I, I don't know. If you, if you want to keep... I don't get it. I, I don't get the move. Get, like, if you uh, want to debut on USA, have the two full, full hours. You can bump Modern Family reruns. Right. Like, USA Air? Is the whole thing trying to get maybe people to buy into WWE Network? Listen, WWE Network's been around for a while now. Like, whoever has it, they have it. I don't think it's a WWE Network thing. I think it's a USA scheduling thing because I mean, it could be the that. Hour and then they switch over for only for two weeks because then it was, it was every week. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's only for the two weeks. And then they're going to go two hours on NXT um, USA. I don't know. I think they're going to lose out in a second hour. Like, who, who's really going to, like... Switch over? Yeah. Nobody. Unless, like, they, they do, like, a cliffhanger type That's of thing. That's also on the network. So, if I'm watching NXT from 8 to 9, I can watch the hour from 9 to 10 tomorrow. 
over the weekend. Exactly. That's another thing, too. Then you could just switch over to AEW and watch that live. Which might hurt, actually, NXT because exactly. NXT is available the next day on the network. People are going to watch AEW. Ah, oh, that sucks. I just realized that. Yeah. This is a bad move on WWE's part. Yeah. Don't put it on the network, then. At least, or at least wait a don't, weeks. Don't put it on the network or just don't make it two hours. Make it just one hour in yeah. the USA. Keep it to one hour. That's what it is now. Well, also, I heard that, speaking of NXT... NXT on USA is going to be heavily uh, scripted, much like Raw and SmackDown are. But here's the thing, though. Like, I, I think they're loosening up the reins as far as like, the scripted promos. Like, they're giving bullet points again to, uh, to a lot yeah, of people. This past, Raw, this past Raw wasn't as heavily scripted. Right. I think that's something it's they want to do going NXT, forward. But I don't know. No, I, I, going I, back I, to what you had, the conversation about the inmates running the asylum last week at AEW. Yeah. AEW is not going to hire writers. They're going to let the rest, wrestlers figure their own storylines, figure their own promos. So... That mm. made some good points there. I, I I totally agree with you with Pac. Pac? X-Pac? Yeah, Pac. Not X-Pac. Yeah, <laughs> but Pac. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think no, he won, right? He won. Anyway. He, he did win, yeah. So, they guess disagree with you. But. So, I, I... See, there are things I like about AEW. There are things that worry me about AEW. You know, I, I understand, like, you know, wrestlers, you know, they know it very well, of course. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, you have active wrestlers running the show and you have egos uh, coming into things you know even with like the vets you know it it would just make sense to have like someone like jim ross or like you know have um arn anderson or arn anderson would be great dean malenko even i feel like bret hart has some some ties with AEW as well have any one of those guys you know just producing the show or um you know being an agent for these matches and just come up with these storylines. You know, don't don't let the uh, active wrestlers do it because that just you'll have Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan all over again. So I wonder if that's are they going to do it week by week? Or are they going to like oh uh, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho are going to feud this week after a match? It's going to blow over in three weeks, and then then what? Like I don't wonder how this is going to work. But I'm not too sure, man. We'll find out. That could be a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So AEW setting themselves up for disaster. NXT setting them up for disaster. We'll find out what happens. <laughs> yeah, there's only one way to find out, right? You just got to tune in. Yeah. No, the news: Fox Ross is seriously present the upcoming draft, like legitimate sports draft. You're a big draft guy. The draft will launch on Friday, October 11th. SmackDown on SmackDown. I feel like we just had a draft. No, no, it was a couple years ago. No, like didn't we just have like some? Uh, or was it a shakeup? That's what shake it was. up. I think it was shake up was two years ago. Then they, they didn't do one this year. They're doing the wild card thing. Okay. Uh, is an attempt to make the SmackDown not look like the B show anymore. Well, they can't look like a B show because Fox yeah. paid heavy money for it not to be a B show. So they're going to establish permanent Raw and SmackDown rosters. I know what that means because isn't that always what the draft does? <laughs> One to, would think, right. An attempt to freshen up the shows. Apparently, Renee Young might move to SmackDown. Which would be a good move. They love her, apparently, Fox. She's rumored to host the uh, Fox Sports 1 show. She's great at hosting. But apparently they, they don't think NXT is still going to be seen as an equal brand. I don't see how not anymore. You have a, you have a two-hour show on network television, not network, yeah, cable television. How is it still going to be built as a developmental brand? Well, I, I don't I don't have an answer for that because we don't know what's going to happen with NXT. I, you know, this whole transition, it's so new. So we have to still see, like, you know, what happens. Is it going to be treated as an equal? Is it still going to be treated as developmental? Is it going to be like a hybrid between the two? Uh, we honestly have no idea because now, just today, they I don't know if you're going to get into it, they're talking about how there will still be call-ups from NXT into the main roster. Um, Which doesn't make any sense anymore. So, yeah. exactly. So, it just... 
So I guess that footnote means the people are wondering NXT won't be involved in the draft. No, probably won't be not. drafted to NXT. Right. So. Right. Which I think we talked either on air or off air about people should go over to NXT. No, we talked about it on the air. Like, you know, some like people like um Cesaro. Cesaro maybe, but no, Cesaro's like stepping up his game again. They they're kind of reinventing him. But you know, someone like Mojo Raleigh would benefit going back down to NXT. I'm trying to think of some other ones. I mean, I'm sure they're they're playing Dana Brooke probably. Ah, oh, yeah, Dana Brooke. You know, and it's just not necessarily a knock in their talents, but like, you know, they could like pretty much hone their skills a little bit more, so get their more TV time, get themselves over to get themselves back into the main roster. This new story has been kind of interesting this week. Two time, two time W Hall of Famer, your boy Ric Flair is in the news. Oh, not for the reasons I want him to be in the news for. You know, he's the man. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Well, well, he is the man. He's making that known. He found the trademark for the man. It's being reported specifically. For wrestling and merchandising purposes. There's no word on how this will affect Becky Lynch yet. He's you know, filing, right? Or is it filed? He filed it, uh, jumping ahead here, August 26th. Okay. He tried to force a deal with WWE, but WWE's just blowing him off. Right. Even his own daughter is pissed at him for this. He said he supports women's wrestling, but he, he wants to make a living. Well, yeah. He just wants to support his family. No, I, I get that. Like, I'm surprised WWE hasn't done anything for actually i didn't know he had it trademarked he doesn't he's, tra- he's filing it for it oh he's filing for he it doesn't have a trademark he wants to i file. thought he was filing for a lawsuit no, i thought filing. he already had a trademark no, he's fi- he filed for uh the patent application mm. on august 26th okay the man in connection with professional wrestling and merchandising interesting he doesn't want Becky lynch to stop using it he wants to get paid for Becky lynch to use it he said when i died almost two years ago one person stayed by my side my wife the whole time 31 days in the icu 12 days while i was dying on a respirator I want to take care of her and her family and my family. They need to be taken care of no matter what. See, in that sense, like, you know. How hard up is he for money, too? Like, he he spent a lot of it. Like, he really lived that character. You saw that documentary, right? No, I did not. Are you fucking shitting me? Again, okay, off topic. But I have it on my DVR along with the Andre the Giant thing. The Andre the Giant one was good. This one's better. I went to watch it. I missed it when it first aired, right? Mm -hmm. So I recorded the replay. It was playing all the time. I I recorded the replay. From 12 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. That same night or the next morning, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I went to watch it during my vacation. Two o'clock, the first half hour was some like outdoor fishing guy. <laughs> so the, the documentary picks up a half hour, like 35 minutes in. I didn't want to watch it, so I fast, fast forwarded to the end. And yeah, so I'm missing the last half hour of the documentary. Oh, dude, you have, you have to watch this. Couldn't find it on YouTube. I found it on the ESPN app, but I need to be signed up for ESPN Plus to watch it. So I've yet to watch it. Oh, my God. I was so pissed. I'm like, what the? Ugh. It's probably one of the best ones I've seen. There's nowhere. I can't find it anywhere without subscribing to ESPN Plus. I heard great things about it. I was looking forward to watching it. But. Is there like a, like a free seven-day thing you nope. do for ESPN? No? Nope. That's vultures. Disney knows what they're doing, yeah. <laughs> they do. They definitely do. That's why I'm going to get Disney Plus package. I heard good things about it. A couple of friends signed up for the pre-order because it's $140 for the year. Yeah. Or uh, a huge discount. There's now. a twelve ninety nine thing you do. You get the Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Oh, shit. So give me your ESPN Plus password. I'll All watch right. it. All right. I'm thinking com- doing that come November. Just, we're going way off topic. Jesus. <laughs> there's a couple more stuff we've got to talk about, but I think we're off topic, so let's move on. Yeah. Another news. Batista is going to be a part of Gears of War 5. I was waiting for this. <laughs> now I've got to fucking play this. I never played any of the first four. Now I've got to play this game now. Have you ever played any of the Gears of War games? Nope. 
he's been lobbying to get. I don't even know what it is. What, why? Like, what is, is it, it about? Is it like a Call of Duty type thing? Is it like a Metal Gear? Uh, Metal Gear? Is it like a? It looks like some sort of something like that. I mean, the way he was dressed. He's been buying. He's been lobbying for, to be part of the movie for a while. There's a movie about this. Apparently, it's in the works. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it's going to lead to him being in the movie or just was there his consolation prize to be in the video game. So I hope my uh, my team is listening for this because there's, there I won't be involved the, in that movie. Yours, yeah. <laughs> this is just me saying Mark Schwann would love to be a part of that movie. So hook a brother up, please. Speaking of hooking people up, Raw has been nominated for a Ease People's Choice Award for a show of the year in 2019. Like, show, like what? what uh, really? <laughs> w- wait, Raw? Really? Raw. And what are the other nominees? Thank you for asking. Game of Thrones, Grey's Anatomy, Riverdale, Stranger Things, The Big Bang Theory, Walking Dead, and This Is Us. So the dead last award goes to the participation trophy goes to Raw. I mean, what cool. the fuck? That's so wide. But it's cool to be nominated in this group, I guess. I mean, that's it. To and it's what, what, People's Choice, you said? East People's Choice, yeah, to be... For Raw to be in the same sentence as these names, that's a huge deal for them. I don't know why Raw rather than SmackDown. But. That's crazy. You can vote I online think... on the E! People's Choice Awards website. Voting ends October 18th. Who do you vote for? Fuck, I'm going to vote for Raw. You're going to vote for Raw? You, you bash Raw every single week. I don't bash Raw. I praise SmackDown. Okay. Not kind of bash Raw. Yeah, you're right. I'm voting for Stranger Things. Never seen it. Really? Yeah. Never seen oh, Riverdale. For... I mean, never watched The Walking you, Dead. Never watched you, This Is Us. You're not a teenage girl. Why would you watch Riverdale? <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> e is People's Choice Awards. Air live Sunday, November 10th on E. And that's all the news I got. Yeah, there were a lot of news. Um, there's something else too. Ronda Rousey taking off the the current roster page on WWE. Did you see that? She's moved to the alumni. alumni? Uh, yeah, obviously, because she's not on TV anymore. Right. I mean, that's leading to speculation. Is she going to come back? Then? Is she done? Yeah. Who cares? It's always there's speculation since WrestleMania. Who knows? She's coming back somehow, some way. I, I, if if Fox has anything to do with it, she's going to come back to SmackDown at some point. We'll see. She gets lucky getting pregnant. Yeah, she the first I mean, she's she's doing like that show nine one one now. Yeah, with nine and a half fingers. Yeah. Oh my god! Did you see that? Yeah, unfortunately, it was disgusting. That was really fucking disgusting. Maybe that's why she's not in the current roster anymore. She lost a finger, or almost lost a finger. Now we're just rounding on. Let's get you another beer. Come back to some, what we used to call Cheers and Heels. Let's uh, do this, some TV takedown. Woo! It's time for this week's TV takedown. All right, Mark. Again, let's explain the new segment. Another new segment here. Hey, you're starting off the season fresh, man. That's what new seasons are about. <laughs> So Cheers and Heels, we talk about Raw, we talk about SmackDown, we talk about Impact, and what we liked and what we didn't like about each show. Well, right now, there are five hours of WWE programming. Somewhere in some part, some holes in the country, there's Impact, making it seven hours. With NXT coming, with AEW coming, hopefully well, Impact will land on a more national NXT network. NXT UK. That's not on the, that's on the network, not on the cable right. TV. Oh, true. Yeah. There's going to be eventually 11 hours of TV for us to watch. That's too much for us to cover. So going forward, we're going to take one topic... Or maybe two from a show, whatever show we want to watch that week, and take it down with our thoughts and opinions on it. Mark Schwann, you started off. I'm picking, I mean, we have to talk about this, that Bailey heel turn. Okay, talk about it. Oh, my God. Did you see that coming? I saw it coming when everyone else saw it coming, when she had that look in her. That, that smile. Because I realized I saw this coming. But when I saw it coming is when it 
everyone saw it coming. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not smart. I'm not smart at all. <laughs> that was great, man. I, I, I just, I was dying to see that side of her. I was confused about what was going on until, oh, okay, there it is. Yeah. I, I wanted to see that side of her for so long. And why? Because I just want to see something different with her. You feel like her character stale as well? I felt like her character okay. stale. Uh, when she, with her new title reign, I felt like there have been some sprinkles along the way showing that this turn might happen. Because I was seeing a little bit more of an edge to her, and I was I was digging it. There was a interview she did with Charlie Caruso on Raw mm-hmm. that was replayed on SmackDown, and you watch it like uh, that's when they started. You could tell that's a really heel type thing. I was right. thinking about it, watching it. I'm like that's just Bailey, right? And then you know Sasha Banks, like she came back on fire. You know she's so much better as a heel, so much better. And I, I want it's kind of reminded me like you know when Sami Zayn first turned heel for the first time. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he just took that ball and ran with it. We didn't necessarily know. It was his first time turning heel, as I mentioned. We didn't necessarily know if he can do such a good job with it. And same with thing with Bailey. I feel like she could do the same thing. Of course, make it her own. Yeah. Because, like, on SmackDown, when she did her promo afterwards, you know, it still sounded a little bit babyface-ish. Yes. You know, was she like a tweener? What's going on here? It sounds like it seems like now Charlotte is going to be face. Yeah, was that a face turn for Charlotte? Because, like, you know, we've... Fans, fans have been cheering Charlotte a lot more lately. And Charlotte's boring as a face, though. No, She's like I feel like a lot face. of people are more, are more boring as a face. But now that, like, you know, if AEW is indeed going to push the envelope a little bit more, I think it's going to force WWE to as well. Going back to, like, when faces weren't always smiling all the time. Yeah. Uh, and just have a little bit more edge to them. You know, Charlotte can do that. You know, ba- bailing and Sasha Banks being a heel team like that. I think it's going to be it's going to be money for the women's division. Did you notice on SmackDown they came out wearing matching tights already? I, I, I saw that. I saw Good that. Job. Yeah, probably probably noticed. I noticed that too. I don't remember who turned heel recently. What female turned heel recently? But I talked about it. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago on the show. Or, or whenever it happened, female heels tend to be hotter and sexier. Are we going to get a hotter, sexier Bailey now? <laughs> I, I I don't necessarily know. I wasn't here for that conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think about that. Tighter clothing, more black. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely maybe new hairstyle, new hairstyle. Like, unless she kind of keeps with her character and kind of like makes it more like in your face. Like, I'm doing it for you guys. And, yeah, kind of like you know John Cena. You know, John Cena was really a heel if you think about it. He's probably one of the best heels of all time. Yeah, but he never did any heel things. He never did any heel things, but it made us hate him be that much more. Hmm. With what if? Bailey started doing that on purpose with an edge. Curious to find out. That's what it seems like we're getting here. And I don't know if I'm making sense at all. I, I am working off two hours of sleep right now. <laughs> My takedown is going to be this. I was so hyped about the way they were doing this Roman Reigns attacker angle. Dude, I thought it was great first because we're getting long-term um, storytelling for the first time since God knows when. Yeah, and the rumor was it was going to be Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. And I did not like it because I felt that. It was too rushed. Right. This, I felt this needed to play out longer. Right. And they started doing that. But then we get this Eric Rowan lookalike. Which was so weird. Weird, but it made sense. How? Because in case they had video pack, video footage of Eric Rowan attacking him, they could blame it on the lookalike. Mm. That's not Eric Rowan. This is this guy. Clearly, the video shows some bald guy with a beard. That's this guy, not Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan wouldn't do something like that. Yeah, they did the exact opposite. But as soon as the video was leaked, they made it seem like it was Eric Rowan. Daniel Bryan, quote-unquote, turned on... Eric Rowan, I don't know if that's a real thing or what that's leading to. They don't even know what this leads no to knows. because they're, they're, like they're these whole... last minute rewrites. And now, like, there's 
long term storytelling, but they're, they're like dragging it. Yeah, it just lost the anticipation. It lost the uh, intrigue anymore. Like, There's like no clear direction as far as what they're doing with it. They said it was botched. It was botched. It's not making I don't sense know anymore. What it was botched. I know what their original work was supposed to be. Because now, why bring in that lookalike if it was Eric Rowan? Right. It's just, it's not making sense. Eric Rowan has some nice mic work. Yeah. He had a yeah, that was, that was the most I heard him speak, actually. When the Wyatt family broke up a couple years ago, he was interviewed and he was doing the whole, like, I'm a Mensa member, I'm a genius type thing. Yeah. They didn't do anything with that. No. I wonder, where does this lead to? Does it lead to him re teaming with Daniel Bryan? Is whole thing a work? He's going to re team with. Uh, you see Bray Wyatt's seat. Uh, tweet. <laughs> you see Bray Wyatt's. No, no. <laughs> you see his tweet? No. He tweeted at uh, Eric Rowan saying, Come back home, baby boy. Hmm. So we'll see. So we'll see. Something's got to give here. I don't know. I, I don't know. They, they need to get their act together. They need to start like really like getting to the point. Because it, right now, we yeah, I feel like we're all losing interest. Mark, you've been doing a good job with this whole bracketology of the King of the Ring. You want to keep talking about that? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm, I'm always losing, man. I, I picked Andrade to be the King of the Ring and Selena to be the Queen. I don't know how you guys... I don't know how you not pick Baron Corbin. I, mean, I was like you. I picked Drew, Drew McIntyre. Carson did. Carson's my man. Oh, my I picked God. Drew McIntyre like many... Everyone did. Once he lost, and when Baron Corbin won, I'm like, because uh, again, Carson took the words right out of my mouth. This is a heel type tournament. And I see Baron Corbin winning this, but I'm loving what they're doing with Chad. I Gable. was thinking about what you said though, too. Like, is it really though? I mean, Bret Hart won it what twice? Yeah, but I think nowadays it was a different era, different time. I think nowadays mm-hmm. it's. But I'm loving what they're doing with Chad Gable here. I think Chad Gable is going to go to the finals. The way they're pushing him right now, yeah, it's looking like he's going to go to the finals. I think they're doing a great job with him. Something we haven't seen him doing because Chad Gable is amazing in the ring. I think it's a waste of a talent. So I'm excited to get him. He just needs more of a character. And apparently, I read sometime this week that he's been pushing for a character. He said, I'll do whatever you guys want. Here's some of this. He's doing video packages, showing creative, showing people what he can do. Me, he's, he's too vanilla. Give me anything. I'll do anything. And uh, I wonder where this is going to lead. I'm hoping. <laughs> Careful, though. You don't want to say, I'll do anything to Vince McMahon. Yeah. He, he, next thing you know, he's going to show up in a Mighty Mouse costume. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> He'll make it work. Chad Gable's good in the ring, so I'm excited to see what he does. Listen, you may, listen there's, there's a difference between being good in the ring and being good with character work. I, how many times have we seen people be good in the ring, and yet they can't form a character at all? So, I mean, it's yet to be determined, for, for me at least at this point, about Chad Gable's character work, because I've never seen a character from him. I've only seen his in-ring, his in-ring work, and yeah, he's very good inside the ring, but you know, this is sports entertainment, so we need to see more people- of that. He's being put on people's radars. He's getting a spotlight to shine. What he could do after he loses eventually. Does, does then, it, then what? Does it go away? Or does this lead to some sort of character thing? So. I'm, I'm curious to see. I hope. I Listen, I, I, I want everyone to succeed in, in the professional wrestling world. I, w- I would hope that Chad Gable, something happens for him. So who's your pick now? Week three, get a third pick. Here we go. Fuck is that? I do every time I pick someone, I fucking lose. Don't pick Baron Corbin. Don't pick Baron Corbin. Fine. I'm going to pick Baron Corbin because don't I don't Baron want him to win. Who do you want to win then? I'm not saying Baron Corbin. Who do you want to win? It's Baron You're Corbin. Baron All Corbin. the way. Baron Corbin. But who do you want to win? Ah, uh, at this point, mm, you know, I it, I would have to lean towards Ricochet. Okay. Was it Abel made a good point? King Ricochet was his name. Now it could be King Ricochet again. Yeah. So maybe. You never know. Yeah. If, if, I, if I had to like, pick who I'd want to win, it's him. But, it, you know, all signs are pointing that it's going to be Baron Corbin. I'm excited about these upcoming MSG shows. Are you going? You said, wait, 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 wait. You said you would never go to an AEW show because you want to save to go to the Garden. I had a really expensive date the other week, and I just blew my phone. Why don't you talk to me about it? How'd it go? Oh, there. 
What? Well, fair? Because maybe okay. we know a lot of people in the tri-state area who do wrestling shows, uh, who work who workers in the tri-state area. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if we'll know anybody as jobbers who's going to be fed to the right uh, right squad. Viking, to the right squad. The Viking Raiders this week. Will we know somebody? Mm. I'm curious to see if any recognizable faces coming up on Raw or SmackDown this week. No, that would be cool to see. Maybe somebody we know, like, like Ali Rex or uh, Faye Jackson, pop up in the No Way Jose Conga line. Oh, my God. Well, No Way Jose, I mean, they haven't been really doing anything with him. They never do. I, I knew that, too. Yeah. I knew he was going to be a, what was it, Adam Rose? I yeah. knew it was going to be exactly like that. Everyone said that, and it was true. I, I didn't see the difference. There was no difference between the two. I mean, I don't get it. The Adam Rose character failed. What makes you think No Way Jose is going to do any better? Good question. I don't know. That's a whole other topic. Well, that's all I got for uh, this week's TV Takedown. Can't wait to more shows come up. So how the conversation goes then. Any go-home thoughts for you, my friend? Uh, no, I just want to get some sleep, man. I can't wait for BWF, though. Yeah. Uh, go back and commentary with you for the big show BWF 100. As my man Eric Jaden, hopefully by the time this recording airs, will still be the BWF World Heavyweight Champion. If his thugs get involved, probably will be. Oh, it's a clean one-on-one fight. Stop it, man. Helping those my boys over a big strong retain the two man faction championships. Listen, East Coast. Shout out to Ace Andrews for the nice post he posted about your boy at Michael J. Putty. Shout out, appreciate much love. Listen, East Coast Syndicate, they're going to be involved in that match. You know, and yeah, they should be. What they should be involved in that match. I don't know what this general manager is putting them into a triple threat match. You should be discussing with the general manager too. Why a triple threat match? I am absolutely appalled. Makes no sense. This with a fair one on one, two on two fight. Exactly. So I don't think you have Alvin. Uh, absolutely colossal. Yeah, absolutely Alvin and absolutely Mike Alvin and uh, Mike Law in there. I mean, I, I like those guys, but you know they have no business being in this match. Again, the show is going to happen well before the show airs. So we'll talk about it more in episode one eighty. Yeah, how about you, man? Ain't going with Austin. You going to talk to me about this date? What date? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh God! All right. How did I do? My first time back in two weeks, I think, just like riding a bike. I think I did it better. <laughs> well, then take it. Next time I'm done. <laughs> My good buddy hereby resigns <laughs> from a shot of wrestling. Oh, stop it. You and Carson, you can, you and Carson can take it from here. Me and who? You and Carson can take it there from here. There you go. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. and Green Man, will, uh, he'll be there too. <laughs> hope, hope you guys followed us on our social medias. We're over there in Chikara, Chikara, Soros Rex, being the social media ambassadors. Yes, that's right. That's a that's a big one as well. well. Hoping that went out pretty well. Big weekend for us, actually. Huge, huge. Can't talk about it. We'll find out what happened on episode one eighty. Is your cliffhanger? Before we go, though, uh, it's my first year since I can remember not doing fantasy football. Wait, really? Yeah, you posted something. I thought your team sucked. I don't know why you drafted Ravens first. But it was an auction league. No, it's an auction league. I don't know so, what that means. So quickly, basically, quickly recap that. I don't know what that means. So what happens with the auction league? Uh, this one's like fourteen teams is PPR. So when it's your turn to go up, you nominate a player. Okay. And uh, it's not necessarily for, like, a traditional draft. Then you, you have to bid. We all we are all bidding. Bidding like what? Bidding money. Okay. On these players. Uh, so you have a salary of two hundred dollars for uh, for these spots. So I, I just got mine out of the way. I just want to get my defense first out of the way, and then we get to like the real bidding. Oh, because when the good players come up. People will be out of money. Yeah, get more money. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes you like, you know you do strategies like you nominate a player that you don't want, and you just see people just bid. Like people were, were wasting a lot of money on players that were really that great. Like Le'Veon Bell. Tim yeah. Donald. Oh my God, Le'Veon Bell went for a lot. Really? Wow. But like you know, people are like spending like mega bucks on the big running backs, like 
I think Christian McCaffrey went for like ninety four dollars. Everyone spends at two hundred. That's the pot. Uh, no, no, no. That's that's your salary. Each each one has their salary of two hundred dollars. So it's the pot. What, what oh, but that's that's fake money. Uh, the uh, real money is like yeah, is the pot. So I have to put in one hundred fifty. Oh, each. that's not bad. Yeah, you're in another league that you said you bombed. Yeah, so the, the auction league I felt like it did really well, and the other one's a keeper league. Those are cool. I heard about those. I uh, no, it was it was bad. Like, well, so I'm the last pick, so I won again last year, and uh, but I traded my soul for the devil. I trade. I got a trade. So I'm trading with Mike Evans, which helped me win the championship for my fourth round pick. So I had I don't have fourth round pick this year, and that fucked me over huge. Mm. And with the players, I kept as well. So I was out. I didn't draft until the third round. Oh damn. And then my next pick after it was a fifth round. I kept someone with my sixth. So I, I was just like not getting the players I wanted at all. And That's people were like reaching for players as well. So you're a big football guy. Mm-hmm. Who are the Patriots face in the Super Bowl? Yo, the Patri- you're all right. Patriots are going to Super Bowl this year, I think. Early prediction. If I had to guess, I would say right now, on paper, I would say the Saints. Okay. You heard it here first. Episode 179, Saints-Patriots or Mark Schwann. Who do you have? Patriots. And I don't, don't really care. Why you don't care? Why? How do you not care? It's the fucking Patriots. I wanted to see a fun Super Bowl. I'm tired of the Patriots. Every fucking. It could year. be the Chiefs, for all we know. It's not going to be the Chiefs. It's going to be the Patriots. It's going to be the Patriots. <laughs> as of right now, Dolphins definitely not, last place. Oh, one sixteen. That's not happening this year. Yeah, the Dolphins are not going to go. But like, as far as like the landscape of the NFL goes, I mean, anything can really happen. You know, injuries can happen. We don't know. That's the only thing I don't really don't like about the NFL is like. There are twelve playoff teams. You get the same like eight teams every year. Yeah, different. Not necessarily, yeah, like four teams that change every year. But it's basically the perennial playoff teams every year. Well, it's like those particular teams that you're talking about. They just know really how uh, to put a team together as far as for the draft and free agency. They're good at what they do and structuring out contracts to keep their players. Uh, the other ones, I mean, like yeah, I mean it, it's it's a long time to like, build a team. Like the Jets. I feel like, for example, like if they, well, I don't know anymore with a head coach. I'm not a fan of the head coach. Never mind. But like, if you take the coach out of the equation there, if they were to keep building with the players that they were uh, that they're doing with the next two three years, I feel like they could be a contender. But with this coach, I feel like they're not going to be at all. Well, Mark, we come full circle. Mm-hmm. Beginning of the show, we talked about the football and said this is not a football podcast. Let's move on. This is not a football podcast. Let's move on to uh, let's get out. Let's go to the bar. Let's get out of here. Yeah, tell, yeah. You, tell you about my date. For Mark Schwann, I've been your host at Mugga J Putty. Until next week, putty yep. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>